Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. You guys, Josh Gondelman returns to the show to help me take on your New Year's cleaning resolutions. Hey, Josh, welcome back. Hi, Jolie. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for coming back so soon. Oh, my pleasure. It was so much fun last time. We um we got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of very positive feedback from the New England set oh, about your first appearance that's on the show. Who, that's my demographic. <laughs> Mine, too. I, that's, I'm always trying to delight the townies. <laughs> that's like a real thing I think about a lot. Yeah, that's my basically my whole goal mm-hmm. in life. And you guys, we should tell you to, to delight the townies that jo- Josh is arrived in the studio not only with his signature Dunkin Donuts iced coffee mm-hmm. on this very cold day it's so cold which like that that's dedication right there to the cause i appreciate Thank it you. he's also got a socks cap on oh yeah so cuz my head is cold yeah i'm very bald and i need a hat most of the time even <laughs> indoors it's uh it's terrible and I deserve your sympathy. <laughs> I do have sympathy, actually, because I'm, you know, I'm so hair obsessed. Sure. So, like, well, actually, when I went, um, when I went blonde a few months ago, I spent the first like mm, maybe six or eight weeks of the blonde, terrified that I was going to just wake up one morning, all of my hair was going to have fallen out, like on my pillow in a full mm-hmm. wig. <laughs> yep, I'll tell you. Uh, if my life is any indication, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not great, but there are worse things. I yeah. mean, for a guy, for for women, I think it's probably a little worse. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Um, I have there are bald role models that I can look up to. That's right. Yeah, my mind immediately went to Telly Savalas, which I'm like, sure. I just am dating myself by that. You know, Telly pl- Savalas, that is literally classic, the first place that my classic mind went. baldster. <laughs> uh, Manny Ginobili is like the professional athlete who I always look at as somebody who publicly went bald like instead of you know michael jordan as soon as it started to go to recede he just started shaving it yeah. and that looked that was a good look yeah uh i feel like that's kind of the way to go right? yeah i well i feel like if you're athletic yeah if you're not which i'm not uh <laughs> it's not a great it's not great i don't think really? and then um lebron james did, did some kind of magic to his hairline where it was it was getting worse, and then all of a sudden he he staunched the tide. Oh, he must have gotten like Rogaine or something. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think those things work. Yeah. but I was too. He was too young when I started. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a sad story. That'll happen. Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is like a New England tragedy on par with Ethan Frome. <laughs> I was actually thinking yesterday. Uh, I was like, oh, Ethan Frome, the story of a guy who died in a sledding accident to avoid the rest of a New England winter. I mean. 
at this stage in the game, I'm I'm kind of thinking about staging a tragic sledding accident. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, this is it, brutal. People, I feel like in a, and it's still only December. Yeah, you guys are recording this in so December. Much, there's so much. There's so much cold. winter left. There's so much winter left. Mar- March is the month that slays me. I cannot. Yeah. It feels like it should be better, and then it isn't. Yeah, I just oh god, March, March can get out of town. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you guys, we uh, we have a lot to cover today that doesn't have to do with us bitching about the weather. No, <laughs> Although we can always like, bitch about the weather. When people say talking about the weather is boring, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's nature that can kill us any day. <laughs> it's fascinating. The weather is I love a weather event, too. Yeah. The weather is fascinating. Um, you guys, so we have um, we have some special stuff that we're going to do today on this episode. Uh, first of all, we're going to be taking on listener New Year's cleaning resolutions. I'm going to offer um, some thoughts and guidance and help for all of the cleaning resolutions you guys have made and shared with me. Um, we also are going to be doing some more of Josh's signature pep talks. And we're trying a, a new little thing out today. We actually set up a Google Voice number and we had people call in with their pep talk requests. So we've got a few of those. Um, that Josh is going to take on, and we're really excited about that. Before we get into it, though, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. Speaking of patrons, I have some new patrons to thank this week, you guys. Um, all Basically, all of these were $5, which is like sort of a second tier. Um, and so I want to just say like an extra thank you for your generosity and supporting my show. Uh, it really does make a big difference to my bottom line, and also it makes me feel really good and loved. So thank you to Rachel Smith, Lindsay Cook, Noel Purcell, and a very, very, very special thank you to Taylor Heil, who pledged $4.20. And as we are now saying on this show, all right, all right, all right. Mm. <laughs> That's the McConaughey level of giving. <laughs> exactly. Um, you guys, also, before we get into the show, so as, as I mentioned to Josh already, the, um, the Boston, New England set really, really loved his first appearance. They are all in on Esta and her lobsterman husband yep. up in Maine. Celebrating the Hanukkah, and, <laughs> and, um, and so I got like a lot of feedback about how much people loved hearing us sort of like get into our Boston thing and do our accents. And um, I feel like Esther is going to be a character who persists on the show. I hope she is. I, I hope so, too. Um, I really like I have built like a whole mythology around Esther and her husband. I like that the husband has no name. I was thinking about that. Because the husband doesn't have a name, but he's always the one that's yelling. <laughs> exactly. So, like, Esther is just always being ordered to do stuff. Like, I, for those of you who haven't listened, and it was a lot of, like, Esther, get the lobster pot. Um, to boil the menorah. To boil the menorah. Right. To get the, get the hair right, they're, Jews, they're Jewish lobster folk on the, in coastal Maine. You know, because there are so many of those. So many Jews. <laughs> in coastal Maine. In coastal Maine. Um, but that also uh, leads us to an important update that we have to give. I'm very excited to hear this. I'm on we, pins and needles. We, um, in in crafting the the sort of visual imagery of the lobstermen, um, Josh said that he is clearly wearing a slicker, and then asked, "Is slicker a regional term?" So slicker is another term for raincoat mm-hmm. or your foul weather gear. Um, 
And I was like, I'm not sure. And we kind of Googled it when we were on, but like, I didn't have a chance to do a deep dive. So I did a deep dive. Okay. Um, and here is the answer. The answer is no, it is not a regional term. Interesting. Um, according to uh, the online etymology dictionary, and I cross-referenced this with dictionary.com mm-hmm. and mw.com. So I'm making sure that I did all my fact-checking and got my good sources and all that. Um, Slicker... Uh, the origin of the word is from 1851. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm sorry. Uh, that, that is the use of slicker as a tool for smoothing leather from the verb slick. The meaning waterproof raincoat, which is how we yeah, use yeah. it, is from 1884. Um, and the use of slicker in the sense of clever and crafty person is from 1900. Okay. Um, so it... Um, our slicker is 1884, and what it comes from is um, the fact that the raincoats were originally made of oilcloth, and so they were slick. Got it. So you wore your slicker. Where is that from, though? Um, I think it's just English. Oh, got but, it. But it's not a regional term. Okay. It's a It's, a, it's, it's a common, widely used. Yeah, common, common use term. Um, so there are updates. Um, before we start in with the resolutions, we've got a request for a pep talk. Um we have a caller who called in, and did we lose Tim? <laughs> There's Tim. Tim. Tim, our engineer, is queuing up the calls for us. You guys, this is a this is a first for us, so bear with us as we kind of figure out what we're doing over here. But we're very excited about it. Okay. Um, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in finding a word that you can concentrate on during the year that might be motivating. My problem is motivation. I have big plans in my head. I can't seem to get them from my head to reality. And I feel very stuck. So I would like to hear what Josh would say. And um, and my name is Clem. Okay, thanks. This was a two-part... Oh, no. oh Sorry. No, my, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say this is a two-part call, though. I, I We listened before, and the second part, I think, is also important. <laughs> oh, never got to say Happy New Year to you all. Okay, thanks. Bye. Happy New Year, Clem. Thank Happy you for New calling. Um, yeah, that's like, that's a, a, a tough predicament. I don't, again, I don't want to get too advicey with these. I just want to give uh, encouragement. And I think you, like, you can do it as the easiest form of encouragement. But also, to be a little advicey, like, Big plans, I find big plans so hard to execute, right? If I'm like, I'm going to write a screenplay or I'm going to travel the world. I always find like the um, doing anything helps, like and not anything in the world, right? If I'm like, I'm going to write a screenplay and I'm like, well, to start, I'm going to (laughs) nap. That's like not (laughs) what I mean. But like any step in the right direction is like a positive development. So like if I'm, if I'm like, I should... First of all, I'm I'm working on a book. So I'm, instead of being like, I'm writing a whole book, it's like, okay, I'm going to write this chapter. Mm-hmm. And then instead of being like, I'm going to write this chapter, I'm like, okay, here are the idea. I'm going to outline this chapter mm-hmm. first. And then instead of I'm going to outline this chapter, it's like I'm going to open the uh, Word document. <laughs> and like <laughs> opening the Word document counts. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not most of it, but it's like if you don't open the word document, you're never going to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that's, so I would say a word to, um, a word to motivate you might be like increments or like, Oh, I love that. Yeah, Josh. Thank you. 
It's because that's that to me is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even find I find like any goal that I don't that I can't be like, oh, here's how long it will take me to finish it. And I can just do it. I find that like so daunting that I have to break everything down into little pieces. I think that's great. So ma- manageable goals mm-hmm. is like such a huge thing for me. And maybe it is for you too, Clem. I love that. And actually, I think that that manageable goals is going to dovetail with a lot of the advice that I'm going to give today about people's nearest cleaning resolution. Yeah. Um, And to that end, we have uh, our first one. So you guys, I, I'm the first two are for my patrons. I'm giving them sort of the, the first two spots Mm -hmm. because they're my patrons. Um, So I'm going to have Josh read um, the first, the first resolution from Mary Gray. Now, most of these came from Twitter. So they're kind of in Twitter speak, but the first one is from Mary Gray. From Mary Gray. Washing my goddamn walls. <laughs> it was all in caps. That was that was the whole thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, Mary Gray, I think that is a great New Year's resolution. I like that it's very, very specific. You can bang it out in January and be like, check, check, check. I got this thing done. Um, I know that I've talked a lot about wall washing on this show before, but just to give you guys like the basics of it, um, what you want to do is you either want to use um, a mop that you like, Instead of doing it on the floor, you just go vertically. Okay. Um, The trick with using the mop to clean the walls, however, is that you want to make sure you wring it out very well because otherwise you're going to be like dripping all over yourself. Mm. Um, You can also use rags. I really like either old washcloths or old dish towels for this purpose. Basically, what you want to do is like make a sudsy solution. Dish soap is great. All diluted all purpose cleaner or something like that is great too. Just make sure you test it on an inconspicuous spot in the walls to make sure that's not going to cause any damage to the paint or finish or wallpaper or whatever it is. Um, And that's really all there is to it. There's one other technique that works really well um, where you take a broom and you rubber band a rag over the rushes and dip that in the solution and then sort of swab the walls that way. Um, Here's the thing about this. The actual way that you do this is incredibly simple and straightforward. It is a hard, sloggy job. Like, you will sweat. You will be very, very achy the next day. It will take longer than you think it will or should. So just, like, prepare yourself for the fact that this is a, a physically taxing and uncomfortable job, but it's also very, very satisfying. And Mary Gray, you totally got this. I, I like putting uh, a towel over a broom when rubber banding it because that makes me think of like how a giant would clean his ears in a Pixar movie. That's exactly right. <laughs> that is exactly what, or like scrub their back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's like it reminds. It's very. That's like how Shrek would uh, yeah. bathe. <laughs> Which is not Pixar. Yeah. Right, DreamWorks. Uh, okay, here's another one from Siobhan. Siobhan. Oh, definitely. I'm resolving to deep clean one room of my house each month next year, in addition to regular dusting and cleaning. I only really have 10 rooms, so that Siobhan doesn't live in New York. I, I'm um, like, only I'm like 10 I have rooms? three. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. And that's being, like, generous. Yeah, that's like... That's including the bathroom. <laughs> which, uh, if that if a real estate agent counted the bathroom as a room in a house, you'd be like, you're fired, you yeah. creep. That's not a room. Nobody can sleep in it. <laughs> I can't eat in it. Well, I mean, I, well, I can, but it's sad. Uh, I only have 10 rooms, so I figure every room getting a deep cleaning every 10 months isn't too bad, right? I think it's great. I love this idea. So I have... um. I have a tip for you 
to keep you on your on your merry way. First of all, I think deep cleaning one room a month is like so smart. So, so smart. Because really, you don't need to be deep cleaning every room all that often. Um, but if you do one a month, then you never have to do that like kind of spring cleaning thing where all of a sudden you've got the list of 60 items. La- the, the, this year when we did our spring cleaning stuff, I pulled out like the spring cleaning checklist that places like Martha Stewart and Good Housekeeping publish. And they're outright like I was having a panic attack just reading them. But Martha Stewart's, I bet, has a lot of stuff that you don't need to do, or it's like, uh, sponge bathe the horses. Naturally. You know, well, I don't have yes. to do that. That doesn't apply to my yeah. life. My, my horse is self-clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so here is my tip for you. Put a calendar entry on the first of every month that says... Deep clean bathroom, deep clean kitchen, deep clean living room, whatever the other 10 rooms in your house are. Um, Even Clue doesn't have 10 rooms, right? (laughs) And that's like the fanciest house ever. And they have a library and like an observatory and a solarium and a vomitorium. Like I can't even think... Siobhan, we want to know what your 10 rooms are. We're, yeah. we're fascinated. Send us, can you send us a video tour of your house? Can Please. we move in? I'll clean. I'll deep clean for you if I can move in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just put I cal- won't, but you'll never see me <laughs> because your house is so big. Um, so, yeah, put a calendar reminder on, and then that way you just are keeping yourself accountable. You guys are going to hear me say calendar reminder a lot in this episode, um, but I really believe in the power of the calendar reminder. Because I think it's just like an easy way to be like, oh, right, I have to do that thing instead of relying on yourself to remember, you know, come March when we're all icicles that like, oh, right, this is the this is the month where I'm supposed to be deep cleaning the vomitorium, (laughs) (laughs) which that is a hard room to deep clean. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Just hose it down. It's gross. Yeah. Just hose it down. Yep, hose it. Um, but I love that, and I hope that I hope that more of you um, think about doing that. To that end, I think I had a lot of requests from people to revive my year of the clean person thing that I used to do on Jezebel, and I'm going to try to figure out a way to incorporate that because that project was basically what Siobhan is looking for, which was every month you got one thing that you had to deep clean. So it was like one month it was your bathroom, one month it was your bookcase, one month it was like purge all your shoes kind of thing. So I want to incorporate that stuff into the show. I'm, g- I'm going to do something like that this year too, except every month I'm going to deep fry something. <laughs> I love it. I support that In a choice. different room of my house. <laughs> no, I don't support that part of it. Keep it in the kitchen, Josh. Nah, we got to heat up. He thinks I'm in the bedroom. <laughs> Poor Maris. I'll look forward to getting all the emails from Maris. Jolie, how do I get the smell of fried food out of my sheets? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> getting like, the smell of fried food into the sheets is like half the point. I'll be like, oh, Josh is frying again, huh? Mm-hmm. I want to be a, a, a lady in the streets in a <laughs> crepe in the bed. <laughs> crepe in the sheets. Now that sounds gross. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that's really gross. There's also like a batter joke to be made there that I'm gonna I'm gonna Very gross. Just, yeah. just go right past that mm-hmm. one. I'll see you don't deep fry crepe. <laughs> it yeah, just sounded the most that. like freak. That's why I said it. It's just a rhyming thing. Um, all right, here we've got one more. We've got a couple more resolutions actually. Uh, here's one from Ara. From Ara, cool. 
I want to make my bed every morning and Yay. clean my apartment once every two weeks. Love it. Love, love, love it. Um, I literally, in my show notes, I wrote, um, make the bed. Yay. <laughs> 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 I was doing my show notes. I have, I have weird insomnia. And I was up at 4.30 this morning. And I was just like, all right, I'm just up. I'm going to do my show notes now. So I did my show notes from 4.30 to about 5.30 or 6 this morning while watching an old episode of Real Housewives of New York. Mm. And then I decided to nap from 6 to 8 a.m. And that was a terrible choice. Yeah? Yeah. Were I you should... groggy when you got up? I was just all out of sorts. Groggy, weird, like, yeah. It was, And also, like, waking up at 8 is too late for me to feel normal. <coughs> so, anyway. That, so, my notes are a little weird because I was making them at no, that's fi- right. 5 a.m. while watching a, a classic a classic Real, Real Housewives. Classic Real Housewives. Well, you know what I was watching? I was watching the one where <clears throat> Luann finds out that Tom was cheating on her a week after they got engaged because there's all this, like, Luann de Lesseps drama going on right now. She's just arrested in Palm Beach. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, and the whole story has just been bonkers. Anyway, I, I, I could go wildly off topic on this one. So making gonna, your bed. I'm going to control on myself back on making the bed. Ara, I think making the bed is a great resolution um, I would suggest to you that you um, build in a reward for yourself after a solid month of daily bed making. Like maybe you treat yourself to like a new sheet set or even just some new pillowcases or maybe maybe a nice p- silk pillowcase that helps to like make your skin look great and protect your hair and all that stuff. Um, maybe a little throw blanket for March. Um, so build in a little reward for yourself. But once you've done it for a month, you're basically going to be – a committed bed maker. Yeah. Making your bed is like the flossing of sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's like you get into a routine and then you're just in rhythm mm-hmm. and you'll want to do it. Mm-hmm. Where, whereas like when you start, you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And it feels wrong if you haven't done it. Yeah. It feels wrong. Yeah. Like you feel like, hmm, I'm not as like hygienic as I should have been or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Not that it's unhygienic not to make your bed. I don't mean it like that. It's just like a feeling. That no, you right. It's like yeah. well, every time you, you develop, I think, a, like a nice habit and then you don't do it, your body like reminds you like, oh, it would feel better if I did this mm-hmm. thing. That's exactly it. This That's is also said. though, like I when I was, uh, God, how old was I? 29? There was like a solid year where I slept on a bed with no sheets. No. Yeah. Josh, no. Yeah, it was like my late 20s too. Oh, no. Well, I did it. um, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to have you come. So I do my bed making month in March. Mm -hmm. It's called La Mob. It's like a whole thing. Um, And I'm going to have you come back to kick off La Mob and and you'll tell me the story. Sure. Yeah, because that's a good one. Um, And that'll that'll be really fun. Yeah. Okay, so build in your reward. Now, here's the thing about the cleaning every two weeks. So in the second segment, um, I'm going to go through sort of a a very, very basic cleaning schedule because I got a few New Year's resolutions that were like, I'm going to establish a cleaning schedule. So Mm -hmm. I figured I would would like outline just like a really easy way to do it. Um, The thing about the every two weeks thing is that's another place where I would put it on the calendar. Um, And that it just, it just makes it an appointment. And it serves as a reminder, like set it up even so that you get an email that's like, today's my cleaning day. Um, and then you just are more apt to do it. And then once, honestly, like after two or so months, you're not going to need the reminders. It's going to be so automatic for you. Um, the thing I like about the reminders is that like it lets you adjust for how you clean. So some people clean, you know, a few things every other day. Some people take 
you know, two hours on Sunday. Some people take an hour on Saturday, an hour on Sunday. Your houses are all different sizes. Um, yeah, you, know, Siobhan. You, got, you got Siobhan with the, the mansion over there, you know. Um, so it just allows you to like build in what for what your needs are for your home and also your style of cleaning. Um, so, all right. I have, I think we have two, two more before we get into our next pep talk request. Great. Um, so Rhiannon was very similar. Rhiannon, cleaning schedule so I don't feel overwhelmed. Pre-baby nesting ideas slash tips. So um, I think I love the idea of the of the cleaning schedule so you don't get overwhelmed. One thing I want to say is that if you've got a baby on the way, try not to put too much pressure on yourself to stick to that schedule. I believe that across the board. I meant to say that to Clem, too, as part of the pep talk, was like if you make plans, like what you get done is good good enough when mm-hmm. it's not for you know if you're not on deadline like obviously there are times where you have real problems where it's like oh I had to do this for someone I was I ha- was accountable to someone else or accountable to myself for like a real um, deadline that that met, had a, a purpose but like if you if you say I'm gonna deep clean something or you say I'm gonna uh, start writing this thing or you know and you get halfway done and you're like well I have to take a break and finish it another time it's like well, you're not a failure you still did a thing right yeah i mean you have to build in room for schedules to change and to not have as much time as you thought you might have so i i just want to say you know be be really gentle with yourself and yeah don't you're you're already going to put so much pressure on yourself as a new mom yeah um that you know i want to i want to make sure you know that you have like permission from from the clean person sure to like take it easy and not and not be too hard on yourself yeah even if you just keep that baby clean keep the baby that's like a whole yeah that's its own yourself clean too yeah keep yourself don't lose yourself yeah don't Uh, lose yourself in the baby yeah which is um that's the sequel to eight mile (laughs) where eminem is just a really good dad (laughs) and it's like that baby's not old enough to eat solid food no wonder it threw up the spaghetti (laughs) eminem come on man But it's grandma's spaghetti. <laughs> or did she die? I don't know. I don't know. Someone dies in Eight Mile. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe they don't. No, I don't think anyone. I don't think people die in Eight Mile. You know what? I'm uh, just hope. I can't. Only hope dies in Eight Mile. You know what I was thinking of, and I can't. Even, it's so terrible to say. Say it. <laughs> I was confusing it with the fact that Brittany Murphy tragically died in Eight Mile. <laughs> Like for real, and I laughed because I'm the worst person. I was like, "Wait, does she die?" And then I was like, "No, not in the movie. No, in real life." Yeah, which is like, I don't mean to bring any anguish to Brittany Murphy's friends and loved ones by bringing that up, but that was just why I thought that. (laughs) I think it's fair. It wasn't cruel. It wasn't cruel. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you made a joke about her. No, I didn't. I mean to. I actually feel like I kind of had the same thing when you were saying that. I'm like, yeah. hey, did people say it was Brittany Murphy? Yeah. IRL. It was just Brittany um, Murphy. I mean, right. just Brittany Murphy. <laughs> it was For Brittany the Murphy. luminous and <laughs> tragically too young Brittany yes. Murphy. Yes. Yes. Yes to all of that. All right. Let's save this. <laughs> let's save the day with Tanya's uh, cleaning resolution. <laughs> Tanya says, carpet cleaning, dusting, and cleaning with essential oils. Yes. Love it. Love, love, love. Um, okay, so for the uh, the carpet cleaning, carpet cleaning is a really good thing to do because it's very satisfying, and because then you have wash water that you can tweet at me, 
and everybody loves to share their dirty wash water with me. Mm-hmm. So, Tanya, go out and, and rent a rug doctor. I actually was just at my grocery store. So I go to, like, a pretty tiny grocery store because I live in lower Manhattan. Um, and they even have the rug doctors for rent there. And they're not, you know, they're not the huge, huge stand-up machines, the one that you rent, but they're bigger than the little portable ones that you buy. Um, so there's somewhere in between. The rentals, you guys, just so you know, they're 30 bucks. It's not a huge expense at all. Um so you can rent those at most grocery stores, hardware stores, home improvement stores like Home Depot. Awesome. Um, easy, I'll, easy. I don't mean to, to derail us again, but the idea oh, derail of, away. The idea of uh, loving dirty water is also very Bostonian. It really is. <laughs> I never thought about it in those terms. It's very New England. Uh, I mean, they're not. And I mean, that song is yes. like, so, it's so like part of my heart and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to like get tossed into the Charles before they cleaned it up, right? Get tossed into by whom? Mm-hmm, because I was. Were a- you? Are you the departed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I was um I was on the crew team. Oh, sure. in, okay. in middle school and high school, and when I originally started rowing, I went to a high school that was in Cambridge, and so our boathouse was on the Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went away for school, we would compete against my old school. And so we oftentimes still had right. meets on the Charles. And um, the tradition with crew is that the um, the winning co- – I was a coxswain, obviously, mm-hmm. t- tiny and big-mouthed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was a coxswain. Um, and the tradition in crew is that the winning boat tosses their coxswain into the water. Okay. Um, and usually that's fine uh, if a little cold in New England – in the spring. Um, but the Charles, like during the time that I first started rowing, it was cleaned up by the time I finished high school. Um, but it was still super sludgy and toxic yeah. when I started in the late 80s. Do you remember that? So I'm like a to- I'm like a toxic waste site, basically. No, not anymore. <laughs> Do you remember there was like in the 90s, uh, Massachusetts governor and then later vice presidential candidate on the libertarian ticket, Bill Weld, jumped into the Charles after some cleanup effort. Mm-hmm. And people were like, would you look at that asshole? What's yeah. he doing that for? <laughs> Esther, put, turn on the television. <laughs> this asshole's jumping in the water. And uh, But like, I, it was like, hey, look at how clean the water is I, now. And then everyone was like, no, that's still ridiculous. Yeah, Don't do that. I 110% do remember when that happened. Um, and also Bill Weld spoke at my high school, I think two years before I graduated. Um, and he like did this whole spiel. So he, he didn't go to my high school. His niece was graduating from my high school and, um, he had gone to one of our rival schools and, but so he's like a boarding school, was a, you know, just, a, he understands the culture. His, his whole speech was basically about the Grateful Dead. Wow. I love Bill Weld. That's I'm wild. all in on I'm all in on he, Bill Weld. Um Ted Leo has a song about him on his new album, I think. <laughs> I mean, that's real. I'm not I'm not kidding. I one hundred percent believe you. I mean It I, does sound like a thing I would make up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bill Weld like should inspire a song. He um <laughs> he clearly I, I actually hadn't thought of him in years and then when he when he was running with Gary Johnson, like just watching him clean up the messes that Gary Johnson made I'd be like, I don't know, taxes, who cares? <laughs> yeah. and, it's like, and he was like, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that I guy, him. I remember him. From the river. Yeah. <laughs> From the Charles. From the Charles. Esther, he's in Esther. the river. <laughs> he's in the Charles. <laughs> you got to record this. Get the 
Turn on the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, so we have uh, we have another pep talk request that we're going to go into. Uh, since Josh is spirited now, he's like worked himself up. I'm in, I'm in a lather. <laughs> he's in a total lather, which seems which seems Asta. thematically appropriate for this particular show. Asta, bring me my paper bag. <laughs> I need to breathe into it. I'm in a lather. <laughs> the good bag, Esther. We have company. <laughs> All right, let's see this call. Hey, uh, Josh, this is Catherine Heller. We've met. Uh, <laughs> I need a pep talk. I've had pneumonia for three weeks, and even though my voice sounds amazing, I am just so tired and sick of being t- uh, tired of being sick. There it is. Um, and I, I know I'm grateful for my health, and I at least caught it and got it treated, and I have health insurance, but I've just been really down. So, yeah, pep talk would be awesome. Thank you. You're the best. Bye. Hi, Catherine. I know we've met. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> um, the... We're friends. I love that. I didn't realize you were actually Yeah, friends. no, we know I each other. It, wasn't, it was not like a we've met in passing. It's like we know each other <laughs> sincerely. <laughs> it's very funny. That's so good. Um, Catherine's great. Uh, Catherine, you're going to – it's – it's going to get better. Like you, it, it will – you'll feel better. And when you're sick, it's like hard to remember that you've ever been healthy or like what healthy would even constitute or that it's possible for your sick body. But it, you're going to get there. It, it'll happen. And like you don't have to feel uh, guilty for feeling bad that you're sick because you have health insurance. Like that's – it's it's good to be grateful for those things. But at the same time, it's like it doesn't – you're not um, – that's not a magic elixir that means you your body feels good at all times. So, like, I get your gratitude and your appreciation for your situation of relative uh, privilege to many in our country. But, like, it's okay to feel bad that you feel bad and know that it, it'll it's not forever and it's going to feel so good when you're, like, the first day you're not, like, coughing or – uh, whatever the sickness from little women that you have does to your lungs. <laughs> the consumption. Consumption. <laughs> I think that's that's tuberculosis, right? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Con- consumption also sounds like a very polite way to say, like, eaten by a lion. <laughs> he has consumption. Oh, is he going to recover? I don't think so, man. That lion got most of him. He's just a leg now. <laughs> All right, you guys. On that note, well, I'm about to choke to death on my own laughter. Um, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Josh and I will be right back with more of your New Year's cleaning resolutions and a, and a few more pep talks, I'm sure. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Josh Gondelman. We've been talking about your New Year's cleaning resolutions and Boston, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> the Charles River. The Charles, I don't know. A lot just, about I the Charles River. More the Charles. than I normally talk about it. Uh, yeah. I feel like I actually talk quite a lot about the Charles just because I grew up on the Charles. Yeah, and, and uh, crewing. Yes, rowing. Rowing. Yeah, this is what we call it. Okay. Um, well, yes. potato, <laughs> potato. Actually, mine was more like potato, tuber. <laughs> kind of like rough synonyms. But honestly, the one I said like wasn't really a word. I mean, less of a word than yours. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I feel like they're probably... There probably is the, the use of the term crewing. Like, yeah. I feel like maybe the Brits use that more yeah. than the Americans do. Yeah. Um, anyway, wa- wonderful sport. Wonderful, wonderful sport. sport. Some of the happiest memories of of school for me were about around crew. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I really That's loved nice. it. It was the only sport I actually participated in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I participated by shouting at people. Yeah. Just there, shouting orders. <laughs> there should be more sports where that's a position. It was a great position. Because <laughs> normally it's like you get a coach to do that. But for crew, they're just like, get another kid and have them yell at the other yeah. kids. <laughs> it's well, like, it's like also... when you babysit a kid that's like two years younger than you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Well, the thing is, is that you also, um, you steer the boat. Oh, Okay. So when you see, um, and this is like a very common thing, but it's also terrible because those boats are crazy, crazy, crazy expensive. Um, when you see a boat smash into a bridge, yeah, that's the coxswain's fault. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I never did that. You never I smashed never a boat that. into a bridge? I never did that. I did, however, once accidentally cut off um, a Harvard 8 on the Charles, mm-hmm. and that was not good. They yelled they a lot deserved it. at me. Yeah, they were not nice about you, it. You goodwill hunting them. <laughs> You're like, how do you like them boats? <laughs> it was not good. Uh, um, but I mean, listen, every every coxswain has one of those stories, right? Mm-hmm. I never, I never destroyed a boat, so I did, I did fine. Well, there's uh, still time. We're making New Year's resolutions. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Take up crewing again. <laughs> or, look, you don't have to be a Actually, coxswain to destroy a boat. You know what I do want to take up again that I used to do when I was even even of a like younger age and then again in college was... I have no idea. <laughs> when you're going to be horrified when you hear this because like no one should arm me with any kind of weapon ever. Okay. I'm murderous in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, as we discovered yes, the last time, Windexter. Yeah, Windexter. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, Windexter was really good. Um you guys, Windexter was the name that Josh came up with for the, the movie he's going to write based about on a, me where I'm a serial killer. But a very tidy one. Yes, a very tidy one. Um, I I was big into archery. I took oh. archery in college. Wow. Yeah. And I want to take up archery again. And there are ranges here in New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm like all in. I want to go get my bow and arrow back on. That seems very satisfying. Mm-hmm. You want to go arching with me? Sure. Okay, let's go arching. Would all Maris right. want to come? Maybe. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Meredith could, could get into that. I bet she would. I bet she'd be really good. Probably. Like terrifyingly good aim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She's Let's very do that. precise. Let's. Yes. Let's make a date. We'll do that. It'll be really fun. Um. All right. Before we get into the rest of your New Year's cleaning resolutions, I want to talk to you guys about um a basic cleaning schedule because that was that was sort of one that came up over and over and over again. Um. So I want to give you some general tips, and then I want to give you some really, really specific stuff. And patrons, I am going to take the specific stuff, and I'm going to 
type, 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 type it into a post for you guys so you can always go back and reference it. Um, so if you guys out there listening who haven't signed up on Patreon yet but have been thinking about doing so and you might like access to this list, this would be a good time to go support my show, patreon.com slash askacleanperson. Um, okay, so here, before you, before you come up with what your cleaning schedule is going to look like, there are basically three things I want you to do. You don't have to, but I think it's going to set you up for success if you do these things. The first is, it's, this all sounds very facile, but worth saying, identify your main rooms. Um, Siobhan, this Siobhan. is going to be harder for you than for most people. <laughs> well, I mean, for Siobhan, actually, she's a perfect example of someone who really would want to do this. She wanted to basically identify, like, what are the two, three, four you, rooms that you use the most, right? And, they're, and, and I'm going to tell you what they are because they're going to be basically the same for everybody. Um, but there's room for, you know, differences in our home and how we live and all that kind of stuff, too. The uh, wine cellar. <laughs> I grew up in a house with a wine cellar, so wow. I can't, I can't like judge that. I can. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna ju- actually. My parents almost still have a wine cellar in the house in Charlestown. Oh wow! Yeah, um, big basements in those brown because like I grew up in oh, brownstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in brownstones. Yeah, this. I mean, well, I, it wasn't lack of basement <laughs> that made my parents not have a wine. Lack cellar. of wine. Yeah, that was <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have wines that were cellar worthy. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're going to identify, like, your your main rooms that you're using. Um, and then you're going to jot down, and you can do this, like, on the notes on your phone. You can make a Google Doc. You can write a list that you can stick to the fridge. Like, whatever. Put it on a whiteboard. Like, whatever makes sense for you and the way that you work. Um, actually, the last time Josh was here, we discovered that he and I both use paper planners. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, I want to say that sometimes that just works better for me than using a digital calendar um, and for Josh, obviously, too. And so just, like, don't put pressure on yourself to do something in the quote-unquote right or most efficient way. Do it in the way that makes sense for you and that feels right for you. Um, so jot down the basic tasks you need to do to maintain. And by basic, I don't mean, like, don't don't go all in with the 60-point the spring cleaning checklist mm-hmm. for this. Keep it simple, stupid is what you want to do. Just the basic stuff that has to get done for the room to be clean and presentable laser etch the crystal <laughs> well i mean that's a basic yeah that's <laughs> duh, day one um and then the last thing is to calendar it i really really believe in the power of calendaring your cleaning stuff um whether that's a paper calendar or um a digital calendar that's spitting out reminders whatever works best for you that is just going to help you remember to do it and then it will become rote and you won't need the calendar at all all right so i identified Basically, what for most people are the four rooms that get used the most. And for each room, I've got two things that you should try to do every day and two things that you should try to do every week. Totally manageable. This is easy. Who hears what they are? And there's one that's really weird and funny. I'm going to tell you a little childhood story about me that I I think you'll be tickled by. I'm sure you will. (laughs) Um, So let's start in the bedroom. We all have a bedroom. Yes. Yeah. One hopes. I mean, some of us might, like, live in a yurt. Then mm-hmm. it's all bedroom. It's all bedroom, <laughs> yes. It's all bedroom, yeah. baby. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I would describe a studio apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's basically my, my home. It's, I, like, I like that because you can walk in and you can just gesture to the whole thing and say, this is where the magic happens. 
It's a whole magical <laughs> living space. That's right. I like that. Um, okay, so here are your your two things that try if you try if you do these every day, you are going to be in great shape in terms of keeping things clean. Um, so the first is no surprise. Make your bed. Make your bed. Make your bed. Make your bed. Um, the second thing is either put your clothes away or in the hamper. And I I will include folding your clothes and putting on them on the clothes chair as putting them away. Um, I also want to mention, I talked about this before in the show, but it's a really, really good life hack. Um, it's not quite as good as leaving the um, stain tr- spray behind my hamper. Mm-hmm. That's that my best one. one. Um, it is don't deep fry a chicken <laughs> in your bedroom. <laughs> we did that one already. Um, no, I think I actually want people to be doing that because, like, that's a great question for the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would I, be amazing. I hope I just ins- I inspire one person <laughs> to deep fry, like, a Snickers bar or an Oreo <laughs> in their bedroom. Just bring the fry daddy, like, right into bed with you. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, yeah. sitting in front of the TV, just, like, mm-hmm. fresh deep fried Snickers. Oh, that seems so hazardous. <laughs> I'm then terrified to see it. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't. That's, but put we're it joking. on, like, a... Put it on a tarp or something. <laughs> put it on a put it on a like a sensual bedroom tarp. <laughs> Please put it on a hard flat surface. Yeah. Don't tip it over. Don't let's not let's not get oil third degree oil burns in our in our bed space. That's no not way. sexy. Um. <laughs> wow, first of all, don't deep fry shame me. <laughs> um okay, here's my here's my tip. Hooks are very great in a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, like a lot of people, um, like re- like things that you're gonna rewear that you don't want to put away, but that don't go in the dirty hamper. It's like either like you put them on your clothes chair, or like people. I know people are throwing them on the floor, and I want you to stop that. It makes me anxious. Um, but hooks are great for that. So I've got one that's like to the side of my dresser where I'll hang like a pair of pajamas I'm going to rewear or like I don't if I if I'm if I have a day at the gym where I'm not doing a lot of cardio and I'm doing a lot of lifting I'm going to rewear those gym clothes because I didn't get super sweaty um and so I'll just like hang the gym clothes there so don't sleep on a hook in the bedroom for clothes I thought you were literally (laughs) I thought that was I was like yeah, I mean, also. I think everyone knows not to sleep on the hooks. <laughs> I listen, you don't know what people are into. It's true. We just had to tell people not to bring a deep fryer <laughs> into bed. <laughs> These listeners will sleep on anything. Um, All righty. So then um, in the bedroom, your, uh, your, your two weekly tasks, very easy. Uh, change the bed linens. Now, you don't have to do this every week. I, you know, I'm... I'm me, and so I change my bed linens every week. But every week, every other week is perfectly fine. Um, and then tidy and dust. So just taking 10 minutes. ten You can get a lot more done in 10 minutes than you think. Taking 10 minutes to just, like, put away the things that you've, you know, stashed on top of your dresser, on top of your bedside table, putting them back in their place. Um, once you've put things back and surfaces are clear, just running a dusting cloth over them, super easy. So that's that's not super hard. All right, the next one. Here's the part where you're going to be tickled yeah. um, by what I wrote in my notes. I Again, this was 4.30 in the morning, you guys, so I, wasn't, I hadn't had coffee or anything like that, and it was 4.30 in the morning. Um, in the den room, the what now? The den the room. The den room. 
So when I was a little girl, I still use this term all the time, even though it's not a real term. When I was a little girl, like little, little, little girl, um, I used to refer to the living room, the den or the living room as the den room. Sure. And it wasn't until I was like middle school age that that I realized that there's no such thing as the den room. Yeah, that's not anything. The reason that I called it the den room was because there was a bedroom, a living room, Etc. 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 And so it made sense to me that the den was the den room. Yep. Yeah. So the den like, room, like you would say, kitchen room. <laughs> exactly. Den room. Right. Um. So I still use it. It still sounds right to me. Yeah. But I was I like, that. I was like, oh, I'll tell the story on the show, and then maybe we'll make den room happen. Asta, I'm in the den room. Where are you, Marty? <laughs> His name's Marty. Oh, he has a name now. Now he does. He wasn't Marty before, but now he's Marty. Marty seems right, actually. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Marty is a great name to yell. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's a good Boston one because it's got an AR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all righty. So in the dead room, uh, super, super, this is so easy. This is easy. Mm-hmm. But this is actually also pretty important. Okay. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. bus your dirty dishes and glasses into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Don't... I thought you were going to say at the end of the day, family is the most important thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> At the end of the day, archery is the most important. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then um, straighten the cushions and the blank throw blankets. So, like, instead of just, like, popping off the couch and rolling into bed and leaving, you know, the dirty plate that you had your cookies on and half a glass of milk and the, you know, throw blanket you were curled up under, just, like, sprawled over, just move move the dishes into the kitchen. You don't even have to wash them. You just leave them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just straighten the cushions and fold up the blanket and put it back in its place. Just very easy things to do. Um, Weekly, again, super easy, vacuum or sweep, depending on what kind of flooring you have. Um, And just like in the bedroom, do a quick, you know, five, ten minute tidy and dusting kind of thing. Put things back in their place, dust surfaces, easy. Um, Kitchen. Kitchen's probably the big, kitchen and bathroom are the two where you're actually going to be doing cleaning. It's where things get dirtiest <clears throat> but that's where things get the dirtiest um because of what you're doing in there during the week um okay so in the kitchen your two daily uh chores do the dishes yeah um Th- that was the trap i knew that trap was coming yeah where you were like look you don't have to do the dishes just bring them into the kitchen and then like kitchen do the dishes, do the dishes. <laughs> yeah that was a trap and well i, I mean i felt the, it coming here's the thing i feel like at the end of the night if you if you stick a plate and a glass in the sink and go to bed you can do that in the morning i mean i often i often do that also like during the night i usually have like a glass of water mm-hmm. next to me and so in the morning i'm going to be doing a dish or two anyway mm-hmm. so i mean i i would say don't leave a big stack of dishes, yeah. but leaving a, a glass or a plate or, you know, whatever in there is, is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Deep fryer. <laughs> the fry daddies in there. Um, and then um, wipe down your work surfaces. So, um, you know, obviously you don't mean to be doing this if you don't cook a lot. That's not going to matter. But if you cook dinner, just, you know, grab your all-purpose cleaner and a sponge or a paper towel and just, just quickly wipe off the surfaces that you've used. I actually, here's another hack for you. I, I have a bottle of all-purpose cleaner. It's Mrs. Meyer, so it, like, looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just leave it right next to my dish soap. So it's just right there to mm-hmm. grab. Super easy. Um, okay. Weekly. 
You guys are actually going to really like one of these. I, Josh, you're going to like this. This is another Jolie hack. Um, I love it. And you know who loves this one and actually does it is Maureen O'Connor. Oh. So Maureen, Maureen is a fascinating student of mine in that she reads and listens to everything and she internalizes literally all of the information. She's like a Jolie Care encyclopedia, but she never uses any of it yeah. except for this one thing and it's amazing. Um, okay, so the first thing, um, which is, you know, this is a very obvious one, um, much like the daily cleaning, um, you're going to wipe the surfaces down. But in this case, when you're doing your weekly cleaning, you want to hit the countertops, the stovetop, the sink, the exterior of the fridge if it's gotten spotty, um, and your tabletop if you have a kitchen table, you want to wipe that up. In terms of the fridge, it actually is important to wipe the exterior of the fridge fairly frequently because you are touching it all the time yeah. with like your chickeny salmonella e hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one that you don't want to skip over uh, for for like health and safety reasons. Um, then here's the other one. It does have to do with the fridge. So most of us take our trash out about once a week. Um, it's a little different for everybody, and people have different sort of trash protocol. Um, so allow some flexibility for this with this tip. But um, when you when it is time to take out the trash, before you tie up the bag, open the refrigerator and do a spot check for old or spoiled food. Ooh, that's real good. That way you wow. never end up with the Zool type mm-hmm. creatures growing and and living and thriving in your fridge. That's beautiful. Um, and so that is a very easy one. And then also when you're doing the trash, um, go just take a quick like jaunt into all the other rooms where you have trash cans. Mm-hmm. Definitely the bathroom will have one. Um, probably like your bedroom has has a little like you know waste paper basket um, and dump those out and just take the trash out. So there's your trash management. Great. Easy. Uh, last room is the bathroom. Save the best for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're doing our eating. <laughs> <laughs> doing your eating. Doing your crying. <laughs> doing your... Uh, I often cry in the bathroom, actually. Oh, it's a good place to oh, cry. Oh, it's a great place to cry. Mm-hmm. Bathtub while I'm putting my makeup on. Oh, yeah. Just look in the mirror. I hate you. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Ba- Put oh, that bathroom. mask on. I've Hide some- your heinousness from the world. I've done some shower cries in my day. Because <laughs> that's oh, yeah. just like... It's just more shower. It feels so good, right? It's just like it's just bonus shower. <laughs> it's like you're your own personal yeah. shower, and then you're showering <laughs> off the other shower. It's very, Great. yeah, it's very cathartic, very satisfying, and very, uh, very clean, very yes. hygienic. Indeed, indeed. All right, so, uh, so here are your your daily chores. Easy, hang your wet towels. Don't throw your towels on the floor. Ooh, that one I'm already doing. No, I'm hanging. Oh, them you up. are. Oh, I yeah, thought you yeah, meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do you hurt me? No. Um, no. Hang your wet towels and um, wipe the sink area down. I know it sounds kind of crazy to think about doing it every day, but the sink really bears the brunt of so, so, so much. Like your toothpaste spittles, and if you're a woman, you're me, and you wear it, your makeup, and if you're a man and you shave, your oh, yeah. beard stubbles and all that stuff. Um, just wiping off the um, the sink area and the and the bowl of the sink with you know a paper towel or a microfiber cloth or anything like that, microfiber sponge, um, just makes such a difference in the appearance of your bathroom and it makes it so much more pleasant to like not be faced with toothpaste spittle Mm -hmm. um then for your weekly i mean look your weekly is like so easy and obvious it's it's cleaning and it's work and you're gonna have to do it but like clean the toilet clean the tub clean the sink you know hit the mirrors with glass cleaner um and sweep them off the floors Mm -hmm. easy 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 so there are your there are your basic 
cleaning schedule type things. Um, I'm going to quit my job and do all of this. <laughs> okay, great. I like that plan. I like that. Maris will be very happy. Um, <laughs> I think she would support me. I think she would. She's, I think she would. She's a loving partner. Yes, she is. Um, so as a reminder, I'm going to I'm gonna type all that stuff up and I'm going to put it on Patreon for my beloved patrons. That's patreon.com slash askacleanperson. Um, all righty. We've got a few more. We've got four more resolutions that I'm going to help you guys out with. And then Let's we've got it. one more pep talk request. So here's Mia Pia. I love Mia that Pia. name. Mia Pia. How to finally get the mold stains off the rubber molding around the base of my shower, if yeah. that's even possible. It's possible. Um, Anything's possible. Anything's possible. From Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yeah, that's um, like I I look up the the gif of him. I mean, you can't hear him obviously because it's a gif, but I look up him yelling that after winning the NBA championship like several times a year. <laughs> it just like makes me feel. It so makes good. me feel good. Yeah. Makes me feel happy. Yeah, I just. I feel, have certain. It makes me feel like anything is possible. I have certain gifts that I keep on my bookmarks bar for just mm-hmm. like when I need like a little pick me up. Yeah. Like one of them is the Vanderpump Rules, James Kennedy going, um, more cosmopolitan, Pumptini. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like Pumptini just makes me feel like yeah, I can do anything in the mm-hmm. world, Pumptini. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so Mia Pia, I think we can I think we can solve this. Um, two things to try. Give that moldy caulk. Yep. <laughs> which yep, that sure. just prepare yourself for what's gonna come here because mm-hmm. I never met a cock joke I didn't love. Yeah, sure. Um give that moldy caulk. People talk I don't di- love a moldy cock. But... No, disgusting. <laughs> People talk down about dick jokes, but they're very funny. Dick jokes are amazing. They're very funny. The be- the greatest contribution that men make to the world is that they keep us in dick jokes. Yeah, I think it's the We can't we can't eliminate men because then we wouldn't have dick jokes. I mean, you we would found just need, a use for them. You would need some kind of like uh like cave paintings that you would remember the dicks from long ago. <gasps> That's a good idea. Okay, ba- let's let's get like back on the eliminating Michelangelo's David <laughs> would remind you. Like, oh yeah, dicks. I remember when. I remember those. The the, the faraway times. <laughs> um. Okay, so the first thing I would try is I would hit the moldy cock yep. with um a, an extremely liberal spray of X14, which X14 is one of my favorite cleaning products. It's like so super toxic. It works super, super well. I discovered recently that it is um, owned by the same parent company that owns WD-40, and I freaked out because I love WD-40 also. They just, they they name things very alphanumerically. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there's a whole bunch of other ones that all have that same kind of like... They all sound like They sound movies. like X-Men characters. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 X-Men, movies where Samuel L. Jackson develops like a formula that could destroy all war. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what they sound like. And I love them. Um, if that doesn't work, the next thing to try... Now, the one thing I want to say about X14 is that you want to open the windows and make sure you're using a well-ventilated air because it stinks, but it works. Um, the other thing you can try is you can get soft scrub, which is like a cream cleanser that has some bleach in it, and apply it to the moldy caulk. And then, <clears throat> depending on the placement of the caulk, if it's kind of dripping and not staying in place, tape some saran wrap in, which will hold the cleaner in place, and just let it sit for, like, a few hours to nuke that mold. Now, if none of that works, because sometimes caulk just goes 
bad and has to be replaced. Mm -hmm. You can actually replace it pretty easily. It's not that hard to do. I actually gave instructions on how to replace moldy cock back in episode 66, which had episode 69 not been such a doozy of an episode, I would say it was a real missed opportunity to not do moldy cock in 69. But 69 was a doozy. It was Maureen. Oh, sure. And we had had a clean person mystery, like a very sexy clean person mystery um, about whether the question was whether or not semen actually clogs a shower drain. And Maureen and I like went deep into the research. Short answer? It does not. The the though volume. Anic- though though anecdotally I still believe in my heart that it does. Just even the- though the science proved to me. I mean I Josh, I had like Harvard professors who I was quoting. Wow. I went deep into the research on this. <clears throat> this is I reported it out. Yeah. I reported it out. I would expect no less. Yeah. Um, actually, the, I will say 2017 was a good year for reporting out clean person mysteries. Um, I also had one where I figured out how to get those, you know, those sticky hands. Yep. Um, also, they all had to do with sticky hands. Really? Every clean person mystery. Wow. I haven't seen do one get of it? those. Oh, because there's semen, <laughs> that semen in the shower drain. Yes, sure. exactly. Um, yeah, I figured out how to get the sticky hand toy stains off of walls. Wow. Because I f- had I had to figure out what was in them, and I discovered that gelatin is in them, and therefore I knew that the way to get it off was to use pineapple. Wow! Yeah, Josh's mind is just blown. That's an amazing mystery. Mm-hmm. I need to go back to like 1994 and tell this to my parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're really bad. I have um, those. I haven't seen those in decades. Yeah. So anyway, so episode 66. If if uh, Mia Pia, if you end up needing to replace the cock, go listen to that. And um, I gave all the instructions on how you're going to do that. It's not. It's actually not that bad a job. Um, all right. Rockle. Rockle says, how do I deal with a particular funk of a tween athlete's gear without giving her a complex? Or is there anything I shouldn't wash with vinegar and or baking soda? <laughs> um, so I think the way to do this is twofold. I think one, you want to turn it into a teachable moment, which is a terrible term that I hate, but like it's the right one to use here. Um, like use it as a way to show her how to do specialty laundry. Um, and also, and when you're doing that, don't make a big deal of it. Yeah. Just be like, oh yeah, like when we have like, you know, our sweaty gear, there's like a special way that you have to handle that. Um, and like you'll teach her like, you know, use cold water and you either air dry or use low heat drying. Um, you can talk to her about using vinegar for odor nu- neutralization. You can talk to her about sports detergents. Um, you could use Dr. Bronner's for this purpose. Um, so that's the way I would just not make a big deal of it. Like, I think the 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 more that you can not worry about giving her a complex, like the better off you'll be. Because if you just treat it like a human problem and not a thing that's going to like make her feel ashamed. Um, but I also want to say I love that you're sensitive to that because those things are embarrassing for teenagers and they do feel like alone and ashamed of what's going on with their body or weirded out by all of it. And so I think being sensitive to it is great, but if you can like just act like it's no, no big deal, um, then I, I think that's the way to, I think that's the way to go. Now, in terms of the question about vinegar, um, I did talk about this and I apologize cause I should have written down the episode number. Um, but I did talk about um, kind of new rules for athleisure 
Um, it was back earlier this summer. My it was... favorite episode of Real Time with Bill Maher. <laughs> um, that you are not, by the way, the first one to make that joke on this show. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I because I say new rules all the time. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I know. No, so I don't funny. mean to. And then every time I'm like, damn it, I did the Bill Maher thing again. <laughs> like, I, th- I think, I bet uh, if you keep doing it, it's going to be a showdown. <laughs> I would love that, actually. What would Bill, oh, Bill Maher would come in to talk about pot smoking. Oh yeah, that's probably could, his biggest cleaning issue. Certainly, I bet. Yeah. I bet that maybe I'll contact his people. I have him come I in would, on four twenty. There's nothing I'm more confident about though than the fact that Bill Maher now vapes. <laughs> I would oh, bet my life on it. Ten thousand percent. Ten thousand percent. If you were like, if you put a gun to my head and was like, "Does Bill Maher vape, motherfucker? Yes or no? Your life's on the line." I'd be like, "Yes, I'm not even nervous." <laughs> Ten thousand percent. I totally. You might as well have asked me my mom's name. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, So yeah. So it was. It was. It was sometime this summer. So it would have been like one of the episodes in the seventies. And so the thing I talked about in that is that if you're using, I don't want you guys using vinegar on the regular with your athleisure or anything with stretch in it. You can use it from time to time to like triage something that's gotten a spunk in it. But I don't want you using it as your weekly laundry booster. Um, I'd rather have you guys either using Dr. Bronner's or using a sports detergent. What will happen is that over time, the acid and the vinegar will break down stretch. So don't over overuse it to answer that question for you. Um, all right. Lancy is up next. Lancy says getting out the weird underarm stains from my fave, Mod cloth dress. Shout out to Mod cloth. Getting a dry cleaning schedule going. Fixing my Roomba. Vacuuming every week. Continued decluttering. Alrighty. Um, yeah, easy with the mod cloth dress. Just soak it. Um, do the long soak in OxyClean. Um, and then a few times while it's soaking, by long soak I mean a couple hours. A few times while it's in the soaking water, go in with a laundry brush or like you know a nail brush is perfect for this. An old toothbrush is fine too. Um, and just scrub at the pits of the dress to work in the cleaning solution and kind of coax the stain out. Um, that's going to be super easy. Dry cleaning. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. Um, and then here's another thing. Go get that Roomba fix because if you get the Roomba fix, it's going to take care of your vacuuming goals for you. Yeah. Um, and then I just want to say good luck with the decluttering. I just did a big decluttering um, this week, and it was really, really satisfying, and I needed it. And, like... I just I just organized my I did a deep cleaning of the bathroom and I reorganized my vanity and I got rid of some old like you know bottles of lotion that I wasn't using kind of stuff. You, it just made me feel good. That does feel good. It was good self care. Do you think that when Marie Kondo brings someone into her bedroom, she's like, "This is where the magic happens—the <laughs> life cleaning magic of tidying up." I don't think that Marie Kondo has enough sense of humor to do that. Mm. I do think this is the only place in America where I can say that and people would understand <laughs> it. literally it. is. It literally is. All right. We've got one last um, one last cleaning resolution from Amanda, and then we're going to do our last pep talk, and we're right. going to sign off. Amanda, hardwoods plus thick carpet rugs plus lots of steps plus dog. Please help me find a lightweight vacuum that can handle all this wild terrain that isn't Dyson priced. Yep. I got you, girl. Actually, I don't even gotcha. The wire cutter's gotcha. I want you to go right to thewirecutter.com. 
I want you to pop vacuum right into the search bar. I want you to find Liam McCabe's fabulous, fabulous, fabulous review of all different kinds of vacuums. I also want you to look at the companion piece he wrote called Which Vacuum Should I Get? Um, It's going to talk to you a lot about your specific needs, given that you have a dog and you have stairs and you have hardwood. Um, And then go and cross-reference the guide and look at his recommendations. The one that he, um, the overall recommendation that I think is going to work great for you is the Shark Navigator Liftaway. It's in the $130 price range, so it's definitely not Dyson priced. Um, One thing to mention, however, about Dyson, this is a really good deal and something you guys should all look into if you're interested in a Dyson, is that Dyson offers refurbished models um, that will run you in the $200 to $250 range. So um, if you're looking to level up from the shark and you can throw an extra $70 or so at a refurbished Dyson, I would say get that because they are very, very lightweight and easy, easy, easy to use. Um, so you guys, thank you so much for sharing your New Year's cleaning resolutions with me. I really enjoyed them. I love the the variety that we got. Yeah, they were all over. They the were place. all over. I in love a great it. way. In a great way, and that's that's the way they should be. I love that some are really general. I love that some are very specific, like projecty type things. And I um, I love the straightforward mission statement of clean my goddamn walls. <laughs> I know. I figured we had to Punk. start with that one. <laughs> I also imagine her like rage cleaning the walls. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah like take that wall. Or like there's something like Satan lives in the walls. <laughs> Just like, ouch. <laughs> Amazing. Damn the demon. <laughs> I cast the spirit out yeah. in the name of the Lord. Um, all right. We've got one more um, pep talk request that we're going to do before we wrap this baby up. Hey, I moved to Maryland like six months ago for a job, and I know no one and don't really know what I'm doing, and I'm going into the new year like super alone but super happy with my job, and I don't even know what to do. So a little pep talk would be great. Thanks. Hey, um, that sounds really hard, and I'm I'm glad that stuff with work is going well, but that's like some of life and not the whole thing, and I get that. So it's it's nice to be clicking on some cylinders. Uh, so that's really great. And, and like, congratulations on making a big move for your professional life. That's really hard. And it's like a cool thing to have done. But on the other hand, um, it's, it's like tough to be lonely and it's tough to not have people around to, to socialize with and to spend time with. Um, again, I don't mean to get too advicey, but like one thing that that's like, this might sound easy, but it's like, do the things you like to do. It's, like, okay to do things alone. I don't know if you have been. And then, like, you'll meet people. Like, obviously, going to the movies is not a place to meet people <laughs> alone necessarily. They get very shushy. But, some, you know. Go into the quiet car on Amtrak and if, try yeah, to make friends. And just fucking let her rip, you know? Um, <laughs> no, but I think, like, if there's a sport, there's, like, adult sports. Or if you – if if you're into reading, find a meetup group to talk about books or there, I'm sure there are lots of hobbies between sports and reading <laughs> on the spectrum of physical activity, cleaning, cleaning, <laughs> video games, whatever it is, like whatever it is that you like to do. I'm sure there are people that, that like to do it too. I actually almost, I, there was like a two week period a few years ago where I tried to, I was researching how to, develop a dating app called haven't seen it where you just find people that haven't seen the things that you want to see and then you hang out and watch those things oh that's smart it's kind of like how about we 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But more specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like and, that. Uh, but it, there are a lot of flaws. But anyway, the <laughs> idea of just like figuring out what you want to do and then finding the peop- the other people nearby that like to do it. There's like, there's so much. There's there's meetup groups. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you know, uh, online forums where you can meet like fans of things you like. If you like a podcast, maybe there are other yeah. podcast fans that like to do podcast related things. Uh, you're listening to this podcast. Um I think it would be real sad if you just if you're like oh, I'm not gonna listen. I just like needed to put it out there in the world, but I don't want to hear your voice. Um, but yeah, I think there there's group there's fitness classes, group fitness classes. Yeah, like if whatever. Out, like do the do the things you like, and then the the people that are like minded will will be there too. But again, not to be too advicey. Um, it's six months is feels like a long time, but it's it's you still have plenty of chance. It's not like it's never going to happen. It's not like you can't, you like, it takes six months to like get your bearings and find a routine in a new place and like figure out what grocery store is good and which one always has like weird apples. And so like (laughs) you, it's, it's okay that it hasn't happened yet, even though it feels hard and it, it will happen if you want, once your life, now that your life is like more stabilized. Love that. Thanks, Josh. Sure thing. Um, all right, you guys. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this this episode. Um, I hope that you are feeling excited about a new year and feeling like you have some some good goals that you're ready to tackle and that you feel like Josh and I gave you some encouragement and advice along the way. Uh, we're, we're always here for you. Um, also, if you like the call-in kind of stuff, let me know. Um, I'm thinking about toying with having people call in with their actual cleaning questions, too. Um, so I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys on how you like that. Um, and on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash Person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I also remind, remind you guys that I'm doing a live show here in New York, episode 101 on January 11th. Um, for the tickets, you want to go to Ask a Clean Person podcast live dot splash that dot com that's ask a clean person podcast live dot splash that dot com uh tickets are ten dollars we're gonna have um some mocktails some booze a lot of fun my friend molly mackler is coming in to co-host with me i'm really 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 excited and i hope a lot of you guys are going to be there um i would also love it if you would subscribe on acast or itunes leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode and another year of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm-hmm.